There's one word that triggers pharmacists more than any other when it comes to frustration, anxiety, and just saying, ah, and that word is metrics. Pharmacy metrics are one of the most controversial subjects in pharmacy practice. The metrics we face as pharmacists can have a huge impact on our mental health. So take a deep breath, woo-saw, and listen with an open mind as we dive into this week's episode. Definitely one you will not want to miss. Let's begin. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. There have been numerous comments from pharmacists calling pharmacy metrics as evil and even, quote, the degradation of the profession. Not my words, but I'm sure you've heard similar sentiments. Before we dive right into the context of pharmacy, I want to make sure we don't throw the, let's say, vial out with the capsules when it comes to what metrics really are. Now stick with me here throughout the whole talk because I promise what I'm going to walk you through is relevant to the topic at hand. So before we dive into pharmacy metrics, I'm gonna take the pharmacy out of it for just a moment so we can really understand what this is. Metrics by themselves are one thing, a tool to track progress. Why would we wanna track anything? Well. As the world-renowned consultant Peter Drucker once said, what gets measured gets managed. So think about what we actually use metrics outside of pharmacy world. When we dip out of club pharmacy, where are metrics at play? In more places than you might think. When it comes to your self-care, that may include your physical fitness, how many miles you walk or steps you track per day for your cardio, how many reps in an exercise you perform in your workout to make sure that you're on track to hit your specific fitness goals for endurance or strength training. If the numbers have been the same, but your outcome has not improved, or for your nutrition, how many calories you eat in a day, or using a scale as one of the many tools to track your weight fluctuations. That's just one aspect. How about in a different arena of your life? Let's take your personal brand on social media. If you're putting in hours on end to grow your audience, but there's either no change or you're losing followers, you wouldn't know that unless you had a metric to track it. Once you got that feedback based on what you were doing or not doing, you would adjust your approach. Now, if you wanted to jumpstart your personal brand and learn step-by-step -step how to scale it with impact, you do something real simple and sign up for the Script Your Brand course at scriptyourbrand.com where I literally reverse engineered how I ended where I am with the Fit Pharmacist going back to day one and literally compressed a decade of that process into days walking you through step-by-step step from where you are to where you wanna go faster 
with way less of a learning curve. That's scriptyourbrand.com, but I digress. Now, let's look at metrics in pharmacy practice, the real topic at hand. How about talking about pharmacy metrics that you might not be thinking of? Monitoring of diabetic patients' blood glucose, their A1C, or their blood pressure. Those are metrics. If they're not within range, an appropriate intervention takes place. Changing the dose of a medication, adding a medication, or reassessing medication adherence or technique. Even in our current pandemic, what is one of the biggest focus points relating to COVID diagnosis? O2 saturation, lung function. Again, what gets measured gets managed based on the feedback you receive from tracking. Now, let's take an even further step back with pharmacy metrics. You would not even be a licensed pharmacist if you didn't meet the metrics to graduate with your pharmacy degree from pharmacy school. Then go on and get licensed by meeting the metrics of both the NAPLEX and MPJE. Metrics do have a purpose that can be used for good. With all of that being said, I know what you're thinking. Adam, that's not the whole story. From hearing this, you might even get angry thinking that you're diverting from the real topic at hand. This isn't really what... Listen, you're absolutely correct. The problem is not metrics themselves. And there's a huge point that I want you to hear me through to the end before you get upset and start blowing up my DMs because I'm sure that, like I said, this topic is very controversial, but I want you to hear the whole story before you start jumping into this. The problem is not metrics themselves because they are not inherently evil as some people call them. The problem, and as y'all know, if you have a pulse, there's a problem. The problem is when the meaning of metrics are taken out of the context from their intended purpose. Again, hear me clearly. Metrics are a tool meant for tracking progress, but when we attach more meaning outside of the context, then our very identity becomes the metric. This is literally one of the biggest reasons why so many pharmacists feel that they are not good enough, a bad pharmacist, or falling into mental traps of comparison, imposter syndrome, or the other five traps pharmacists get stuck in that I actually covered in depth in a five-part podcast series. You can go back and listen. Those are episodes 180 through 184 on the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. There's a link in the show notes in case you missed any one of those because real talk, those are a must listen for anyone in the profession of pharmacy. So to recap what I've been covered so far, 
before we really dive into the heart of this podcast. Are metrics good or are they bad? The whole purpose for metrics and the aspect that makes them good is that they serve as an awareness tool. And the reason that having awareness is good is that regardless of what your goal is, regardless of what specific outcome that you're looking to improve across the board, the first step to change in any area you're looking to grow, be it your self-care, your physical fitness, your mental fitness, your nutrition, your personal brand, your pharmacy practice, the first step to change is awareness. Awareness is essential because of one simple fact. You cannot change what you don't know needs changing. Let me repeat that. You cannot change what you don't know needs changing. This is a meta statement because of so much emotion that's tied in pharmacy metrics. And I'm, I'm not there yet, but I'm going to tell you that there is a big point to this. I want you to stick with me because this is really going to help you and hopefully shed light on part of the reason why metrics get us so messed up. You cannot improve what you don't know needs to be improved. And that is why awareness is a good thing to have. And believe it or not, metrics provide that. Now the bad or the dark side of metrics simplifies to one common denominator. The metrics are taken out of context. Metrics themselves are not bad. When they are taken outside of the context for which they're intended is when we start getting all emotionally flooded. I'm not saying one way or another, but I want you to hear this big point because this whole concept of metrics being taken out of context applies to both downstream and upstream applications when they're applied to pharmacy. So if we go back to our early examples real quick, where I was using metrics to show you that they're actually just measurement tools, this is something that we are all too familiar with. And what I'm gonna point, paint the picture of now is when metrics that, are, that can be good are taken out of context and become bad. They become that sense or really source of negative emotion. And I'm going to give you some examples for when metrics go wrong, both in and out of the pharmacy. So let's go back to self-care. We talked about cardio. We talked about nutrition. So when it comes to weight loss, because who's never tried to lose weight? Let's be real. When it comes to weight loss, we use a scale to measure our weight. But all too often, we get twisted into using the scale that was intended to just measure weight with no meaning, and we get it twisted into measuring not just weight, but our self-worth. So instead of weighing X pounds, we end up taking that data, that information, that metric, and twisting it to say, I am 
X amount of pounds. When it comes to your personal brand, it's twisting core social media metrics into your core identity. Instead of feeling behind or feeling like you failed on a social media strategy, trying to get your presence out there, trying to connect, trying to grow, instead of feeling behind or feeling like you failed, it becomes a statement of, I am behind, I am a failure. This is subtle and I, I hope you don't discount this because these are extremely powerful words. And the point of this comparison is this, the measurement of a metric is not a measurement of your identity or self-worth. In any context, bring this, we, we just made this point, all right, in a, a milder example, but now we're gonna go real world. Now we're gonna go to our world. Now we're gonna bring metrics back to pharmacy. Yes, I know the pressure is high. Yes, I know the demands, the expectations, even the metric itself is enough to make your heart skip a beat or your eyes twitch so fast you can't see them twitching. Oh, he tweaking now. And I want you to hear one clear message and the main point of this podcast. Do not give your power away. Do not allow metrics to measure the quality of you as an individual, your worth as a person, or your identity as a pharmacist. Do not blur the line between indication and identity. It's a measurement of a metric, not a scale for your soul. So with that being said, if you feel like metrics have been leading you to feel self-judgment, your quality as a pharmacist, or you feel less than when you don't measure up with the standard, here's a simple tool you can use to see, to again, bring awareness if you have been giving more meaning to metrics than they're intended. This is real simple. Reflect, when you get those emotions, because we all get those emotions around metrics, when you get those emotions, I want you to really tap in to the inner dialogue. You might even be saying it to your colleagues, to your coworkers, or more than likely, definitely your inner dialogue. That is the thoughts you have going on in your head. You get the metric results, they don't measure up, what happens next? Do you say, we're far from our mark? Or are you going towards I am statements? Like I said earlier, is it that you have failed or are you a failure? I fell short of my outcome or I am a failure. I failed my goal or I am a failure. I am statements might seem subtle, might seem like wordplay, but if you don't address these, they will play your career right into the ground. I've seen it so many times and I don't want you to follow that path. And that's why I made this episode. In moments when you miss the mark, I want you to literally take an awareness of yourself, 
of the thoughts you have, the conversations you're having. And take note of the meaning that you attach to the moment, specifically the inner dialogue that you're having in your head. If you fall short of where you want to be, look for any I am statements that come up. For example, if you have a weekly quota that you didn't meet, does the dialogue in your head sound like I didn't get the goal, I'll try a different approach, or is it more simplistic? I am a failure. I have met a lot of pharmacists and even students who aren't even aware that they're saying this, but when they see the numbers, you can literally see a physiologic shift. That means their body changes when they see that the result that they've been working hard for doesn't measure up to what the goal was in any context. And I'm not saying that you downplay this. I'm not saying that these things don't matter. They absolutely matter. They can correlate to your salary, your bonus, uh, your job, your stability, like so many things. Patient safety, patient care, on and on and on. And I know this seems subtle, but it's so, so important because if you can catch this now, you'll prevent a lot of pain down the road. I know this seems subtle, but the words you use are powerful and so important to recognize. With all of that being said, there are two major disclaimers, so you don't hear what I'm not saying. By filtering your words and seeking out I am statements, I am not advocating that you shift your responsibility to someone or something else, nor am I encouraging you to blame others or not own your own actions. Be smart, be mature, but don't beat yourself up. That's the real message that I'm trying to get through to you. Numbers have meaning, but they don't define your meaning. They don't define your worth. They don't define your identity. And you've either seen, you know what I'm talking about. You've either seen this in colleagues, in yourself, and I do not want this to continue. We have enough to deal with on our plates as pharmacists. So don't add yourself to it. Don't be your own worst enemy. This might seem trivial, but there is one very important reason that understanding your labeling and self-talk is so important. Wherever you go, there you are. Let me say that again. Wherever you go, there you are. So this whole episode, I've been talking about using metrics to measure things in any context. We get a result. If it's not what we expected, we either take it, learn from it and grow, or we take it a step too far and create, take that result and twist it into our identity, into our self-worth, into our value, into measuring how good we are in terms of our worth and in our profession or in being a person. So if you blow this off and say, screw this, it doesn't matter, it's just work or whatever you say, wherever you go, 
there you are. So, if you ignore this at work, but the pattern sets in from seeing a metric and instead of keeping that context, you take it too far and it affects your identity. The results follow I am statements. It will follow you to other areas of your life outside of work because wherever you go, there you are. So I highly encourage you to just take a day. Maybe it's uh, when you have your weekly or, or monthly review on your results, wherever your pharmacy practice is. And when you see results that don't reflect the hard work you're putting in, that don't reflect the sacrifice you've been doing, that don't reflect what you expected, take a note of the reaction that you have, the feelings, the emotion, and then reverse engineer that. You're overwhelmed, you're frustrated, you're mad, whatever it is. What caused that emotion? Was it just the numbers that didn't add up? Or was it the numbers led to a statement that was more than just, we failed this, I failed this? Is it, I'm a failure? Is it, oh my goodness, look at these numbers. I'm such a terrible pharmacist. Take note of these, they're important. Because wherever you go, there you are. This is an awareness tool to help you because once you know there's this disconnect, once you know that there's this dialogue, then you can start to take steps to flip your script and stop giving your power away. That's the first disclaimer. The second disclaimer is that pharmacy metrics are not something that I'm trying to minimize or ignore. They are a reality in our day-to-day -day work life that aren't going away anytime soon. So my advice is simple. Don't try to carry the mountains on your shoulders alone. Communication is the best vaccination against letting them weigh you down. Ask for help if you need it. Set your pride aside and take a dose of humility. It is okay to not be okay, but not when you stay there by yourself because you were not meant to be alone in this journey. You do not have to bear any burden alone. Wherever you are in your pharmacy career path or practice setting, there is always a colleague who has been through what you're going through whether they're a year ahead of you, a decade ahead of you, there's always someone that has gone through what you are currently going through. And I'm willing to bet they would be honored to guide you or just listen to what you're struggling with because you don't have to struggle alone. Each needs the help of the other. So reach out so that you don't burn out. And above all, Know this, you are worth far more than any number or notification. This is why soul care and your relationship with your creator is the foundation of self-care. You were not meant to journey alone. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear